people told me I couldn't do a lot of things. I feel like I'm the chosen one. Look at this. We created this. This didn't exist before we were here. All we are is proud and passionate. I love Toronto. I love this team. And we're going to the NBA. Nothing matters but winning. Welcome back to episode 51 of Rapsville Weekly. I'm your co-host, Gabriel, alongside Adam Kasucci. And today we have uh, the second preseason update for you guys. We just uh, finished the game versus Miami Heat, our last preseason game. Last episode, obviously, we talked about Charlotte. So this episode, we're going to talk about the Miami game and kind of getting ready for the regular season. Before we do that, like always, please like and subscribe. Check us out on any platform you'd like. We stream audio-only versions on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or check us out on YouTube if you want some visuals along with the audio. And, uh, yeah, we hope you all enjoy this episode. So to start us off, we had Game 3 of the preseason, December 18th. And the big performance that we want to talk about first is obviously Kyle Lowry, our our leader and captain. Um, Obviously, from what we saw, he had a fantastic game. His shooting stroke looked beautiful. He shot smooth with confidence and definitely in rhythm, which is what Kyle obviously likes. First game back, I thought he didn't look rusty at all. He obviously looked very confident. He was two for three from three in the first five minutes of the game. And he continued to knock down the three ball even in the second quarter. And they felt like he was just carrying the offensive load and definitely caught fire in the mid-third quarter. By the end of the game, he had 25 points, three assists, and two steals. For the first game of the season, obviously he sat out, uh, rested for Charlotte. And we know that this could be a season where we see a lot more resting between the, the veterans in the league and Kyle Lauer being, I guess, one of the older guys in our team. We can see him maybe sitting some nights out to rest because of the shortened season and not much of the off-season break. So from what we saw him coming in, I thought he just played fantastic, came with strong, and he definitely looked like he was in shape to, to have a good season. Yeah, Kyle came out in rhythm. He looked like he hasn't missed a beat um, from last season to now. Uh, he just continued his, to perform, and uh, he really shot the three ball well. Um, I was wondering to see how that shot would uh, hold up through, throughout uh, the off season, And uh, it looked smooth. It looked great. Uh, he was stepping into his shot like I like to see. And uh, he was the floor general like he always he always was. And uh, I think he'll be playing heavy minutes this season as well because Nurse, even though he says he wants to kind of restrict the minutes of, of Lowry and Fred, he always ends up playing them a huge amount of minutes. And I think it's just uh, Nurse as a coach, he always wants to win the game and uh, have the best players out at the most important time. So, uh, yeah, I think Lowry's going to have a huge part to do this season, especially with scoring the ball and being one of the primary scorers, obviously, with uh, Siakam and Fred as well. So we'll see how he does. He looked great to come uh, coming out of the gate this first game, and uh, it was a great performance. For sure. Uh, next, we got Fred Van Vliet. So for Freddie, what we saw, obviously, was uh, throughout the game, it was clear that he was struggling to hit the three ball. Some of them, obviously, weren't the best shots, whether the clock would be low or he'd have someone contesting. Um, but he just wasn't hitting them well. What we noticed, though, is that he was utilizing the mid-range a lot more, coming off screens especially. I think that now teams know that he is a, a big-name player. He obviously got his contract, so now he's a little more respectable, and people are watching that three ball. They know it's a, it could be a threat. So when the screen comes, people are looking to step high, and he's going underneath, and he's trying to hit some mid-range, some pull-ups, and it was working a little bit to his advantage. Sadly, he did struggle a lot that game shooting the ball, but he did do a good job of creating. Uh, in the, he had seven assists at the end of the night, but only ended with seven points on three for 11 shooting, and it was 0 for 7 from three. So the three ball was obviously just not falling for him uh, that game. But it's obviously not something that we're going to be seeing throughout the year that much. We know that he is a confident shooter, definitely streaky, 
and he's obviously a great shooter in general. He'll bounce back from this game, I'm sure. Um, but obviously this game wasn't his best, and we're hoping to see a good improvement for the, the actual regular season games. Yeah, Fred is going to be carrying more of the load this season, obviously. And uh, he's much more of a leader, I think, this year. And he's going to be uh, helping the, the younger guards, um, telling them what to do, um, getting them in their sets for offense and defense. And uh, yeah, in this game, I think... Um, even in the season in general, I think his mid-range is going to be a huge weapon for him because I noticed that uh, people are really stepping high on him and guarding him more tight than usual, and he's and he's uh, pump-faking a lot, getting a lot of defenders to jump. So if he's doing that, um, the mid-range game does open up, and even his playmaking game comes into hand there. So we want to see him uh, pull up from mid-range much more, um, and and when he's open there, just just take the shot. I know he's not a he's not a mid-range shooter. And hasn't shot much of the mid-range. He's more of just a, a take-it-to-the-rim scorer or either a three-point shooter. So, I mean, the mid-range is, a, is another thing he can add to his uh, his arsenal. That will be very uh, very cool to see. And it, I think it will help the Raptors a lot in their offense. Yeah, for sure. So now moving to OG. Uh, in this game, he, he was pretty quiet. I mean, he was stepping into the three-ball. He was uh, looking to shoot the three, not just when open. But uh, in these two past games, uh, OG started off with a bang in the first Charlotte game, but he kind of took a back step here um, in the second Charlotte game and in the in the Miami Heat game. Um, I don't know if he just wasn't shooting the ball a lot, wasn't uh, wasn't uh, being fed plays or being given the chance to make plays. Um, I just don't want him to fall into that trap of being put in the corner and uh, not being utilized to his full potential. I mean, uh, he has so much more to offer than just being a three and D guy. And our friend Enzo Minacucci, he always pointed that out. And uh, I think, yeah, he could be he could be a, a, a much better player if he can if he can handle the ball, uh, run plays on his own. And uh, I think he can be a decent ball handler at the at the top and uh, and create plays for his team. And uh, his playmaking ability has improved uh, tremendously. So I think uh, it'll be a, a great test for him. And uh, I want to see more of him, more more efficiency, more usage, especially. And uh, I really want to see him have this breakout season that everyone's hoping he has. Yeah, for sure. I want the same from him. Hoping he gets more touches, becomes more aggressive with the ball in his hands. Um, I guess this game and even last game, it felt like he kind of just played, sat back a little bit more, a little more reserved. I felt like the first game he came out really aggressive, wanting the ball, taking it hard to the rack, creating plays. Like he wanted to be involved. The other two games, it felt like he was kind of more in the back seat. In 22 minutes of play, he didn't really... Um, do too much. Ended up with six points, took four shots in the night, and they were all three three pointers. Obviously, um, like we said, he he's looking to hit that three ball. He's he's more confident in it. That's for sure. We like to see that, especially his role in previous years. That was something we needed him for to be that off ball shooter, whether it be in the corner or on the wing. And um, it's good that he can hit it. We're just hoping that now he can take a next step because we do see a lot of potential in him, like you said, whether that be creating an offense, driving kicks or his handle got a little better, his inside game, he's he hustles a lot more on the inside, and he gets decent looks. Let's just hope he can capitalize on, you know, the gifts he's been given. Yeah, moving on to Norm. Um, to start the game, he was making good plays to start. Um, he looked more confident uh, in his offense this game, making smarter decisions on the ball. And, uh, and then he kind of, in the, in the end of the game or second half, uh, he didn't look uh, at his best again. Um, looking a little lost out there, um, just forcing the ball uh, to the rim. 
like he has been uh, during this preseason. And I think it's just the preseason. I think with Norm, he's a very streaky player. Um, I think he needs he needs the most reps he can before the season starts. So maybe four games. If the Raptors did choose four preseason, preseason games over three, it would have benefited uh, Norm tremendously. But uh, but now since there's only three games, uh, I guess he's just going to have to work really hard in the practices and, and try to get back to par because uh, I do think he was out of rhythm in his preseason and he didn't look himself. And uh, we always want him to be the, uh, a double-digit scorer off the bench, bringing energy and being the leader of that second unit, especially this year with uh, Sergi Baca gone, right? So we need him to be a huge part part of the team this year. I 100% agree. Obviously, he hasn't performed uh, that well in the preseason. This game, I guess, arguably could have been his best. He looked a little more confident than usual. Um, but like you said, we need him to be that force off the bench. We need him to create, and he is an experienced player. So for, so far from what we've seen, other guys are kind of surpassing him in valuable minutes and playing time. I think Malachi, TD, they both had, you know, and even Bembry, they all had good performances when they were on the floor, and Powell just wasn't doing uh, contributing like his regular self, and hopefully he gets back to that point he was at because we're going to need him off the bench. He's a very important asset to the team, and he's one of the more experienced players, especially coming off the bench. So um, he's got to use that that to his advantage, and hopefully we see him take a step in the right direction coming up to the regular season, and he gets back to that form he was at last year when he took that huge stride in this game. Yeah, Norm. Uh, yeah, we've got to see more of him, but. Uh... Hopefully he'll uh, he'll he'll get back to it his regular self for sure. Um, moving on to Pascal, um, Pascal has been uh, up and down this preseason, but but for the majority of the games he's looked solid, uh, pretty consistent, and uh, I liked his shooting as well. Um, he needed to do a better job uh, finding the wide open man. I mean, which uh, might be on the other side of the court. Defenses uh, they tend to merge on the ball, uh, obviously with him. Um, which he usually finds himself attracting two guys. So if he takes a second to see his options, it will make his playmaking game so much more effective, uh, finding the open man, getting the offense better shots, um, being the primary ball handler along with Kyle and Fred, right? So I think he needs to do a better job of that. Um, he has been looking uh, for the pick-and-roll game with Fred a lot. Um, they utilize each other. They like playing with each other. Pascal always says he loves Fred's game, and it's one of the most interesting uh, players he likes to watch. And Fred uh, is vice versa. He loves watching Pascal and what he can do on the court. And, uh, yeah, Pascal was showing consistency from three in this game. Much better shooting than, the obviously, the playoffs, four for six. Um, he was playing good in the post, um, creating space in the post, getting his hook shot and that spin um, to work. And I think that's a big part of his game to get easy buckets and kind of get him more confident when he shoots those three balls and doesn't have to worry about about the pressure being on him having to hit those threes, right? So if he can get his inside game going, it's a huge part. Uh, he ended off the game with 14 points, nine boards at the end, uh, but shot five for 15. Um, I'm not really gonna gonna take a crack at him for the for the efficiency because I do think uh, his stroke was looking good from three, and I think uh, the shots just didn't fall. But uh, yeah, he played a, a really gr- uh, great game overall, even defensively. I thought he played well, and uh, I like to see the improvement on Pascal and uh, also. He has uh, his new YouTube channel, if you guys want to check it out. It's uh, Pascal Siakam, Humble Hustle. And he's uh, kind of taking a look at his offseason and uh, kind of deep diving into that and seeing all the work he's made uh, coming into this season. So if you guys want to check that out, it's on YouTube as well. Yeah, he's looking to recover from, obviously, last year, that playoff drought that he had and uh, his performance. Obviously, he knew that he didn't do, he didn't play well, just like everyone else. And he knew that... uh, 
people were saying a lot of bad things about him, and he said, you know, he was going to try working his hardest during the offseason to make the difference, and that what that that series is kind of about. So it's good to see. Um, obviously, efficiency is not that that good this game. I feel like he was struggling a little bit just to get those, some of those those floaters or those hooks to land. He had a couple of them where they weren't the best shots to take, but he was, ex- I guess, expecting a rebound for Baines or someone to clean up because he did take some of them, some of those shots when he saw Baines under the basket. But he's having trouble just getting those like soft touches to fall. But the three ball is something that I'm impressed about because that was a huge downfall in his uh, game in the playoffs. He was very struggling to shoot in general. Like every game was like. 0 for 7, 0 for 6, 0 for 4. That one game he had, what, 2 for 13 or something? So uh, it's good to see that at least his three balls become consistent. Every game is shooting around 50% more or less, and four three balls is a, is a good amount for a you know, power forward. Um, I feel like we talked about the Fred and the and the, the Pascal thing. It's almost like Pascal wants to be a guard. He likes to handle, he likes to do dribble moves, he likes to shoot three, and Fred wishes he had more of his side because he has to work so hard to make up for that that it's almost like they want to trade bodies there and watching each other's games. But uh, overall, I think Pascal had a decent game. Obviously, the shooting stroke is the most important thing that I like from three, but he could be working on better job finishing near the rim. And he just did a, a decent job playmaking, but the problem is when he gets double teams, he tends to, um, I, don't know, I don't know if it's panic, but he gets double teamed a lot and he's got to get a better job at finding the open man or keeping uh, more awareness of the people around him. So moving on to Aaron Baines. What I saw from him was that he did a a good job stepping up on screens for, uh, for the Heat's sharpshooters, and in the first quarter at least, he did a much better job defensively, guarding shooters, guarding Bam, uh, closing out space, and also staying composed to help other help with other teammates when guys were getting into the paint. And like Tyler Hero, for example, would be blowing by someone, he'd be doing a decent job at staying in the paint and trying to provide some type of contest, whether it worked or not. Um, but something we did notice was that he had to be cautious of moving pick, uh, moving picks and offensive fouls. Even in the earlier games, we saw it as well. It happened a couple times, but you know that's something that you kind of see common in big men. I think even Mark had a problem with it uh, last season, so not the biggest thing to worry about. Uh, but something that we did see also as well is that the, the three ball wasn't really working for him, it's like struggling to shoot in general, and uh, he was losing his man and struggling offensively in the third quarter which is where the first quarter I thought he was doing really good, and then it kind of faltered near the the end of the game. And I felt like he started to lose his men defensively and became less of a presence. But, you know, he's still getting into things. It's only his third game. I'm hoping he just gets a feel for the team, the switches, and we get stronger as a team defensively. That's something that I think uh, Kyle pointed out was that we wanted to be defensive monsters this year. And, you know, that's always a good part of this team. And we were kind of built off that strong defense for the past, you know, number of years. So I'm hoping we kind of put that together because there was points in the game where people would be falling asleep and they wouldn't uh, know whose man is who or someone cutting back door. And part of that's due to chemistry. It happened a little bit when there was the bench on. And, like, you know, those, some of those players are first-time signings or training camp deals. So we didn't really have the best chemistry going on. I'm just hoping as the season moves forward, we kind of work on that. Yeah, Aaron, throughout these, uh, these preseason games, um, he didn't look like he fit in too well. Um, but I'm assuming in the third game, uh, I saw a little bit uh, better from him. Um, and he also was matched up against Bam Adebayo in the third game. So that's a very tough opponent as well. He's going to be matched up with a lot of, uh, obviously, there's, there's other teams starting big men. So he's going to have to really up his game, I feel, on the inside. He's going to, I think the offense just has to get him more involved as well. Give him more post-up possessions. 
Um, get him into more pick and pick and roll, pick and pop situations, even from the mid range if he's struggling with the three. I'm um, getting him more involved. He does look uh, on the offensive end like he's just trying to set picks and he's not really uh, looking to to get engaged in any action. I think Aaron Baines. Uh, I think he will improve, and I think he he's a type of guy to adjust and kind of understand the system eventually. So I think he'll be okay. Yeah. So for Matt Thomas, what we saw obviously from the start, like we kind of know, he isn't afraid to shoot. He's a pure shooter. So far, so far at the beginning of the game, at least he was playing that role. He was rapping, doing routes, catch and shoot, and he came in aggressive, looking to score, firing a lot of shots that he had. But I think we needed from this game, we need to see more of the driving uh, kick because he did do it near the the first game of the season. He knew that people were going to treat him as a shooter and that he had to contribute in other ways, whether that be driving and kicking or playmaking, because we saw that he's capable of doing that. So we're hoping to see a little bit more of that. And uh, in the third quarter, we felt like he was kind of slowing down the offense because. When he had a shot that was somewhat open, but someone would close him out, he would pump fake or maybe fake pass or something like that, and it would kind of just waste too much time, and it would just freeze the defense and freeze our offense from creating anything. So that's something we hopefully he can fix. And to start talking about the fourth quarter, because some of these players we're talking about next kind of played majority of those minutes, it looked like we absolutely lost all rhythm at the start of the fourth. We shot 0 for 10 as a team, and Miami was on a 12-0 and run, so we started to collapse there, and you're going to, I guess, notice that in some of the performances we talk about next. We're looking at Matt Thomas. Um, I feel like when he's put with uh, the starters or the starting unit, I feel like he does he does uh, play much better. Um, when he does, when he, when he is asked to play on that, that second or even third unit, um, I do feel he, str- he struggles to create his own offense just by with ball handling and getting past uh, defenders. Um, but I do feel uh, if he can work on his handles and can, and could uh, create more offense single-handedly, I think it will benefit his game so much. I mean, I think he's more than just uh, a, sh- a shooter off the bench, just a, so a one-trick uh, one pony. One <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's, he's not just that. He can play make. He can do multiple things. He, he runs the routes. He... Uh, he he's a very I think he's a, he's a great defender. I mean he's he has been uh, putting up his part defensively and he understands the rotations. He might not be the most physical guy, uh, but he's very smart and he has a lot of IQ for the game. So from with Matt Thomas, I think he's uh, he's done a great job tremendously uh, this season this uh, preseason, and uh, I want to see him continue that. So now looking at TD, uh, he was w- working very hard, hustling on the uh, the offensive boards. Attacking the baskets uh, hard in quarter one. Um, he did, uh, he, in the fourth quarter, he did uh, also have a little bit of a drop off, missing his shots, um, rushing his offense, turned it over a bit, and had five turnovers at the end of the game. And uh, yeah, I think that TD, I think he just has to bring energy to that second unit as well. He's been here for a year already, so he already knows what Nurse expects of the second unit. And uh, he doesn't, and obviously, he doesn't want the second unit to have a drop off from the starting unit. So I think uh, TD's done a great job there, and uh, I think he'll, he will receive a lot more minutes this season. Uh, Malachi, he didn't really get too much of a chance in this final game against the Heat. He had good defense, quick hands, struggling to make an offensive impact, though. But uh, he did make some nice passes. He had a lot of uh, nice passes, even the alley-oop. And, uh, yeah, I think he, uh, he has great vision as a point guard, and uh, he didn't get much of a chance this game. There's not much to say, uh, say about him this game. But uh, he did play well. Um, Yuta Watanabe, I'm very impressed by him. I'm really liking his game. He works hard, good IQ passing plays, um, good vision, quick hands, and using his length to his advantage. Uh, two three balls as well he hit, 
So he's, he's showing that he can hit the three consistently. And uh, I like his game. He makes the right basketball play, and I really want to see more of him. Um, they re-signed him, so I'm very happy. That's a great decision by the organization um, to keep Watanabe, and I think he's going to be a, a much better player. Um, Chris Boucher, um, he, he was bitted up and down this game. He had a great offensive game, obviously hitting the 3-3 the three, three balls he hit and uh, in a row, and uh, that was like the spark off the bench that we really needed. Um, just in the, the defensive end, I think he just needs to be more solid defensively. Uh, even in the interviews, Nurse always brings up that Boucher's offense is icing on the cake and that he needs more, uh, just him playing more solid on the defensive end. Because uh, I think Boucher, when he does play solid, he will earn himself more minutes than just having an offensive maybe explosion one night. He wants the Nurse wants to see more of that consistency, that solid defensive play. And uh, that, I think that's going to be the the problem here with Boucher. If he's not going to get enough minutes, it's because of the defense and the size mis- uh, mismatches at the center position. Gabe, anything to say about Boucher? Yeah, so like you said, offense was great. You know, he started off, he was hitting the three ball, he was just doing good. The problem was that it was becoming like a trade-off because he was hitting the threes, but then he was letting up baskets. And the defense was just a problem in general. The inside, he looked weak. Um, he was kind of getting exploited wasn't timing his jumps or the, the other team was using their strength to their advantage. They got a couple of strong players in their team, Miami, let's not forget that. Plus the, the rookies or the younger players in their team were playing quite well that game and they were able to get inside, make good shots and he wasn't a paint presence, Boucher, who was struggling to rebound against some of their stronger players and jumping, we know we talked about it a bit, he was still jumping at the three ball when guys would pump fake, even if they don't even look like they're pump faking. They're so far away, he decides to jump, and then they go right by him. And he's got to know that his length is superior, and he's very long, and he's quick, and he doesn't have to waste his time jumping because even his hands are long enough to just give some type of a contest. Um, He ended with 12 points and two blocks, but he just looked so out of it defensively. And at the fourth, he was struggling. He missed a wide-open layup, and then he he forced a driving layup with like two or three guys on him, and he tried spinning around midair. I don't don't even know what was happening there. Um, I'm just hoping that he shakes this one off and – works on fixing the defensive stuff. Hopefully he watches back film and sees when he's making the, the wrong timing and jumping at a guy or something like that because that stuff he can fix. It's yeah. not like he, it's not like it's a physical problem with the jumping. That's something he just knows his timing down and then, you know, continue with the weight room and the bigs on the inside won't be as much of a problem. And he's got that offense game, offensive game rolling in terms of the three ball. So he should still be confident. Moving on to DeAndre Bembry. What we saw is that he was good at attacking the basket like usual creating space, and most importantly, movement off the ball, getting a nice flow with the offense by creating different uh, different angles, different cuts. And he set up nice plays purely out of hustle, whether that be in transition, cutting, hard drives, etc. Mostly in the second quarter we saw this. Uh, in the third, he had a worse quarter, though. Uh, the lack of shooting kind of showed, and even defensive end, he was struggling a little bit. Alex Len, uh, we didn't really see much of him, only in the fourth quarter. And what we saw was that he had a poor shooting form. He tried shooting the three ball. It barely hit the rim, so... That definitely wasn't a look for him that I think he should continue with. And um, that's pretty much it. We didn't really see too much of him. Uh, Watson, decent quarter from him. It started off rough a little bit. He missed two in a row, but then he eased himself into the game. He had back-to-back three-pointers, and then the confidence kind of built. So that was important. And his counterpart there, O'Shea Brissett, he started rough as well, but he didn't have the turnaround. He just had a poor shooting night, uh, bad missings. The form, it didn't look good at all. It was kind of like a, a laser beam mark towards the net, and it would hit, like, side rim. It, it didn't even look pretty, yeah. and it didn't look like it was going in at all. So uh, that wasn't too nice to see. He was 0 for 3 from 3, 
and uh, him on the floor, it didn't look like he was making the right plays or or his shot was just looking really off. So it was kind of a bad game to watch from him. Yeah, just to cover this up, Len said he was working on his, sh- his shooting ability um, before and after practice. Uh, he mentioned in, the, in uh, an interview. Uh, Paul Watson, I'm very happy uh, that he's uh, he's resigned here and he really showed it in the preseason. And uh, O'Shea Brissett, uh, I'm pretty disappointed at the Raptors organization for letting him go. I think he just had a he had a he well he wasn't in the first game uh, against the Charlotte Hornets, so he was already uh, delayed a game. And he didn't look uh, himself in the preseason and only getting uh, limited minutes. So, I mean, you just shoot two bad shots and you're already like on the chopping block. I feel that it wasn't fair to him and he already spent all last season here. So, yeah, I feel that was a bit harsh on the Raptors organization. But uh, Masai has has the moves coming and he's going to do what he has to do, I guess. Yeah, so I guess because we're touching upon that now, O'Shea got waived along with Elise Johnson and Ellenson. O'Shea obviously had a bad game, so it wasn't a good look for him. Uh, you know, I was hoping we could have kept him. Jalen Harris, I felt like didn't make much of an impact, and we already have a lot of talented guards. I felt like we needed some more big men, and we did let a lot of them go. O'Shea, he was definitely a talent, and he's been here for a bit. He was a quick player. He looked like he came out stronger in the in the second Charlotte game, but obviously he really had a a bad shooting night for against Miami, and it kind of didn't look too good on his part. Ellenson, uh, we saw that he was just uh, too slow, and he didn't really show too much upside besides that three ball. And Elise Johnson was athletic, but uh, he didn't really bring too much on the table, and it wasn't that of a exciting night. And obviously, to just quickly say this, obviously the player of the game this uh, this game went to Kyle Lowry because obviously he had a outstanding performance. We all know that. But um, I guess what are you going to do now? We got to see what we're going to do with these 17 guys getting into the regular season. Yeah. So we ended up to summarize it up. We ended up losing at 117 to 105 against the Heat, um, Finals contenders last year. And uh, ended off the preseason with a 2-1 and record. So, uh, solid play overall from the team. Um, we did see some negatives and some positives in this preseason. And uh, I really want to see uh, what we could do this season. Yeah, so what's happening now is that they've, uh, because of COVID, they've kind of extended it that you can have 15 guys on your active roster, plus yeah. two more on the two-way. So, our two-way contracts went out to uh, Jalen Harris and Utah Watanabe. Obviously, we loved Watanabe's game, so we're glad that we at least have him there. And then we got the 15 other guys, pretty much as everyone expects. We, we signed Paul Watson and everyone else was on the team previously, plus the people we picked up in free agency. So that's the team we're rolling with. Uh, Adam, I got a question for you um, just quickly. Do you think that this performance in the preseason against the Miami Heat is going to be a reflection maybe of the regular season matchups? Because they obviously were missing some of their key pieces, including Jimmy Butler. And we still looked like we were struggling, obviously, we had to, we played a little bit more of the bench players, and we're not in the regular season just yet, nor the playoffs where things get more intense and the, the lineups get cut. But do you think maybe um, some of the talent or lack of talent, let's say on this new team, some of the moves that we've made this season, do you think it affected uh, the team's performance? And do you think like this is going to be a reflection of how the season goes against the Miami Heat? Um, yes. Uh, I mean, to be honest, obviously on paper, um, we're much weaker than I think we were last season, obviously. And uh, obviously missing Serge and Mark, um, but I do think that we can we can make changes and adjustments um, to benefit us uh, with our new pieces. I mean Boucher is uh, is a great addition moving into that backup uh, position. I do think he has a lot of potential. I do feel that he can be a great scorer in this league as well uh, from that center position, uh, using his his speed either to get in uh, in open areas to get shots 
or or even just to uh, to play his pick and pop game. I mean, he's a great yeah. pick and pop player, pick and roll player. He can do both uh, to an elite level. Rim runs very well. So uh, I do think uh, that this season, I do think uh, we can make a big impact. And I do think the players we have, obviously with Kyle, Fred, OG, Norm, Pascal, um, they all understand the system. I just feel that we have to stick to our identity in, in Raptors basketball, playing mm-hmm. def- defense like yep. Lowry yep. said. I agree. Um, and I think that's honestly the key. We can't, we can't fall into the trap of thinking we're an amazing offensive team, play a couple uh, games great offensively, and then kind of forget about the defensive end because we're, we're made from defense. This organization, the culture is defense first, and then offense is, is yep. an extra, right? So that's what I think. Okay, so to close this one out, Adam, why don't you just give us, a, like, like last episode, a breakdown of the other team's performance, some of their standout players. So, yeah, so uh, Max Struss and Opala, um, new players for the Miami Heat, uh, were huge problems for us this game, especially in terms of uh, the, being the three-point threats. Uh, Struss had 22 points on 8 out of 11 shooting with a whopping six threes, so a uh, great performance from him. Um, Opala also had six threes of his own, totaling uh, 24 points and five rebounds. A precious Ochua also showed off his strength this game, capturing 15 boards and putting up 13 points in 22 minutes of play. And uh, a reminder is just that Struss and Ochua, it's their first years in the league, so they, they really uh, showed, showed out in this game, showing Spolstra that they do belong in the rotation. Yep, quite impressed. Struss's ability to hit the three ball. Okpala as well at that four position. They looked fantastic, and they were blowing us away with how much shots they were hitting, their confidence. uh their energy getting open and not being afraid to shoot. It was honestly good to see, and I think they're going to be good additions to the Heat. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. We hope you all enjoyed. Like I said at the beginning, like and subscribe. You can check us out on all of those platforms. Uh, on Instagram, at Rapsville. For NBA News and Raptors content, you can find us there. And as always, we hope you enjoyed. That's us signing out. Peace. Peace.